Hey everyone, welcome back to Commitment Issues Fitness Podcast. On today's episode, me and Jackie discuss two very different ways that we both go on vacation, enjoy ourselves, and what it happens when we return from that vacation. We had a lot of fun recording this one. We also discuss favorite types of Halloween candy and what our most treasured French fry is. Enjoy the show. Uh, what we want to talk about today, actually, because you traveled recently as well, I did. Um, is about how we maintain these health and fitness lifestyles that we have um, without being stuck to some rigid plan that doesn't allow us the flexibility to go on vacation and have a great time. I think a lot of people have this misconception that um, when you're you know, on a program and you're committed to your health and fitness, you can't let loose a little. Um, you can't loosen the the reins. Um, and you know, if, if you're going to go away, all of a sudden you're not going to be able to have any fun. And, and that's not really true. So, um, today we're going to talk about the way that we each plan and prep for vacations, how we get ourselves ready to go. Um, what our game plans and strategies are while we're away to not throw away everything that we do, um, in our normal day to day, but to allow ourselves to have a great time, um, and be present in the moment while we're away and, uh, and what that looks like. Cause I think it's probably pretty different for each of us. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about this because I don't know exactly how your vacations look, but I know that they're going to look different than mine because we were recently away. We just went up to upstate New York for like a long weekend, but, um, my prep and planning was a lot of picking out restaurants and looking at mm -hmm. menus because mm -hmm. I don't like the term foodie, but I like to eat and I like when I'm away, I like to make sure that my meals are good. So, so yeah, so I'm interested to see how yours looks and then see how mine looks. Cause there's no real wrong answer here, right? Everyone's going to be different. Um, and at the end of the day, what you just need to do is realize that when you come back from vacation, you just got to get back on that horse and ride it and not oh, yeah. have that vacation hangover. Because if that happens, that's when things start to kind of unroll and unravel and, and you get yourself into trouble. So don't make every day a vacation, but definitely enjoy it. So what did it look like for you? You were just obviously in Disney World or Disneyland. I think it was. Yeah. So I, I was confused every time. I, I'm 35 years old. I don't know the difference. The land is uh, California is the okay. land of Disney, but the world of Disney is in, is in Orlando, Florida. And um, so actually, before I dive into that, I wanted just to touch on two different things. Sure. One is there, there are so many different styles of vacation you could go on. So recently we were both on the type of vacation where you sit in a house. I sit in a timeshare. We had access to kitchens, right? Nope, I did and, not. Oh, you didn't have a kitchen. Okay. No. Nope. All right. Okay. So I had access to a kitchen. You did not have access to a kitchen in yours. There's the vacations where you're staying at a resort in another country. So obviously, you know, things are going to be different there. Sometimes you're at places that are all inclusive. Sometimes you have um, vacations where, you know, you, you know, you're going to have to dine out every single meal the entire time. So for me, in this case, we stayed at a timeshare. So prepping for the trip actually, you know, starts with knowing that we're going to be flying, knowing that we're wearing masks. They're not really serving meals on, you know, they aren't serving meals on planes anymore. Um, I'm traveling with children. So, you know, they ask for food every five minutes. So, you know, step number one was I packed as many dry snacks as 
possible. And I also packed with me a cooler bag, um, both for the flight and then that I would use at the parks, um, that I could take fresh food with me. Um, you know, sandwiches, um, fruit, vegetables, you know, uh, juice boxes, whatever I wanted to bring, because, um, fortunately those parks allow it. Um, so for going for the flights, you know, I, I truly, I packed us all like a full on lunch, um, sandwiches, bagels with cream cheese and egg and cheese and peanut butter and jelly and turkey sandwiches and like the whole thing, um, all kinds of veggies. But the first thing that I do when I get off the plane, get the rental car and we're headed to the timeshare, stop at a grocery store. And I figured, you know, we're going to be at the parks most of the days, but we can bring in our own lunches. Um, we can, you know, we're going to be making and eating our own breakfast before we go in the morning. And some of the nights we'll be back in time to make or have dinner. We're definitely going to um, indulge a bit when we're at the parks, you know, we'll get treats. We'll have meals a couple of the days that we're there. Cause I don't want to carry like a 16 pound, um, cooler bag around, the, around the price right. enough walking. You don't need to have like a whole, you know, 35 pound backpack, um, on, but we did a full on grocery shop. I got all the types of foods that I would normally eat and serve and for how myself many- and for my kids. I'm going to stop you. How many days were you guys away for? We were gone for seven days, Saturday to Saturday. So it was a full week. Yeah. Um, and we probably, so we overpurchased for sure. You know, we, I wasn't sure what we were going to want to do in terms of meals, how long of a day we were going to spend at the park each day. But we spent of of the seven days that we were there, we spent five days at the park, full days, which is completely. I don't recommend it's completely exhausting. We probably, the first day alone, we walked over 10 miles. Like my six-year-old daughter, it was her sixth birthday. Like her little legs walked (laughs) around Magic Kingdom and Epcot for 10 miles, my phone logged. So, um, you know, we got our, we, I did not need to pack any gym, you know, anything to to do like an actual workout. There was so much walking. Um, But as far as the food is concerned, you know, we were able to um, have the same sort of healthy, nutritious breakfast that we would normally have at home with, you know, steel cut oats, um, uh, eggs, you know, basic healthy fruit, yogurt, same kind of breakfast we would normally have. I made sandwiches, which just made life easier because the last thing you want is to be like starving and then have to wait online forever to get food. So the smart thing about packing sandwiches for the parks was like, while you're waiting on the hour long ride line for the log flume, right? we ate our lunches standing there. Like, yeah. And you're also, and, and health aside, you're also probably saving a boatload of money, especially when you got two kids to feed and they're, they're hungry. Let me had butter beer two different days at, um, at Universal. So we got candy, Brian had chocolate frogs. I mean, we experienced all the things we wanted to experience, but we also balanced it with the way that we normally eat, which made for such an easy transition coming home. Right. So I think that there is something to be said about making sure that you're enjoying things, but you, you guys didn't leave there saying, oh, well, we missed out because we ate eggs for breakfast instead of 
whatever they were serving at Disney World. So you're you're getting all the the butter beer. I mean, those are the things that you want to experience when you're there because you're in Harry Potter World and I loved Harry Potter World. I had a butter beer for sure when I was there. Oh yeah. Um so you get the chocolate frogs like you said, you get go into the whole candy store, but you leave happy and not saying, well, I should have done this, I should have done that because the missing a second grilled cheese is not going to ruin a vacation. No. And I think when you set the expectations up front that, all right, guys, you know, while we're there today, you're each going to get to pick out a special treat that you want to have. And I am too. And they're like, Ooh, mom's going to have a special treat too, you know? And, and that was it. So they were not asking me for everything constantly. And there were a couple of times where they were like, Ooh, look at those. Can we have that? I'm like, you know what? Do you want to have that? is that what you'd like to have now? Or would you rather have ice cream later? Right. Or do you want to, so you can also set healthy boundaries for your kids. I think it's important for like the adults and the kids both to enforce them, but also to like, just demonstrate them. If I was eating all kinds of junk all day long, I couldn't enforce any sort of healthy boundaries for my kids and kids can't decipher between why is it acceptable here, but it's not acceptable at home. Right. And so for me, within my, the framework of my healthy lifestyle, when I'm at home, if I want to have ice cream or I'm going to have a beer, or I want to go out and have hibachi with my kids, I'm going to do that. That's, that's living my life, but I demonstrate balance consistently at home. And so when I'm on a vacation, yeah, you know, we loosen up enough to have a great time, but (laughs) so that's how we did it. Well, (laughs) This is going to be a little bit different from what, what my <laughs> vacation was. All right. All right. So, fine. Tell me about it. So let me, I'll, I, maybe I'll preface this. Um, so this was our, I guess we'll call it our baby moon. Yes. We are expecting in a couple of months. So mm-hmm. we were taking advantage of this relaxing vacation, just nice upstate New York, great restaurants around. So we definitely indulged and there were nights when I maybe overindulged, but I did uh, make better choices when I felt it was necessary. So in the morning, there's one bagel place in town that's known for their like brick oven bagels and their homemade bagels are delicious. We had them. Are they the kinds that are like sort of crispy on the outside and like really soft on the inside? Like what's the difference with a brick oven bagel? Um, you know what? I'll be honest. I don't really know the much of a difference. (laughs) It was delicious though. And they okay. make like their homemade like hummus and things like that to put on the bagels. So it was just something that we we had last year when we were there. So we wanted to experience that again. So one morning we walked down there and we got our um, brick oven bagels, but we didn't do it every day. Then another day, there was another little like diner type restaurant. So we went there and I had some eggs and bacon. So, you know, that was a, not, not a terrible start to the day. But when it came around for lunch and dinner, I ate a little bit more than I normally would. I didn't feel bad about it because again, I'm on vacation. This is like our last hurrah. Um, we're just, just enjoying Before you're ourselves. eating table scraps. Right, exactly. Before I have to, you know, eat baby food. So yep. I got to enjoy everything that I can get my hands on now. I mean, we had dessert every night. You know, Sarah, my wife, she has a sweet tooth and I'm not much of a dessert person, but we can't go anywhere without ordering one. And then I'll just- sit there and have a couple of bites with her. You know, you know how Sarah is. Um, It's like, we'll be like, we'll be stuffed after dinner. 
like, oh man, that was so good. And then like, oh, I can't possibly eat anything else. And then the waiter comes over. Do you want to look at a dessert menu? Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll look at the dessert yeah, we'll menu. Look. We'll just look at it. And then we look at it and we order something. Yeah. Um, but truly, I, I definitely ate everything that I wanted to eat while I was there. Uh, we did a lot of walking, but I wouldn't say we did a crazy amount because again, Sarah's very pregnant, so she can only walk so much. Right. Um, but we went on some nice walks. Uh, we made sure that we were busy all day. We weren't just sitting around snacking all day. We just ate our three meals a day. Um, but when I came home, I didn't jump on the scale and say, oh my God, what, what did I do to myself over the last five days? Because I probably wouldn't be thrilled with that number, right? So why right. am I going to torture myself and say, it, the damage is done. If I gained right. two pounds, I gained two pounds. It doesn't matter to right. me. I enjoyed every pound of it. Right. So I'm not going to torture myself, punish myself, and then starve myself or overwork myself for the next seven days. It's not going to happen. What I'm also not going to do is say, well, I already gained two pounds. I'm just going to keep going. Are? Sarah, let's go out for dinner again tonight and let's take yep. a look at that dessert menu. <laughs> it didn't happen, right? We went right back to what we what we normally do. We We cook maybe probably five times a week, maybe yeah. more. Um, all of our lunches are always homemade. Um, our dinners for the most part are homemade. So we went right back to that when we came home, just, you know, a typical healthy eating protein, veggies, things like that. Um, and, and it's just so important to know that you can, you can certainly do it the way you did. Like you said, you had a full kitchen, you have kids. So it's a, it's a commitment to be going on that sort of vacation to begin with. So to just have full control and you guys just got to enjoy the park and not stand in all those lines. There's nothing yeah, that was strategic. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Honestly, like, I don't want hungry, hangry kids waiting in a line. Like if I don't have snacks on hand, I'm an idiot. Like yeah, I'm, no, I'm not, this is not my first rodeo at, a, at an amusement park with children. They are going to be hungry. And if you don't have food on hand, it's going to be a disaster for you. So choose the right things. <laughs> right. So it's strategic on a number of, in a number yeah. of ways. So you saved money. You didn't have to wait in line. So you saved time and you guys ate well, and then we're able to enjoy the desserts and the candies and things like that. So that's a straight win across the board. Yeah. Then I went the other route where I just ate whatever the hell I wanted to and enjoyed myself that way. Right. But I, I think um, one of the things that a lot of people do when they're preparing for a vacation where they know that, you know, this is an all-inclusive or we're going to be dining out every meal is they make really poor choices leading up to that trip. Like in the sense that they do some like quick, you know, let me do a juice cleanse. Let me starve myself half to right. death because I know I'm going to gain weight on this trip. And let me just tell you, if you do some sort of a starvation or a laxative juice cleanse before going on a trip, you are going to gain a ton of weight, even if you eat normally. So just maintain your normal so life maintain your absolute normal lifestyle on the healthier end, but not some crazy deprivation. You know, let me drop 10 pounds. So when I gain 12, I've only gained two, right? Uh, don't do that to yourself. You know, live your life normally, go on a vacation, be fully present on your vacation and enjoy it to the extent that you deserve, because it is, you look so forward to being away and having these experiences that are different from your everyday life. So allow it to be different from your everyday life. It's, it's the whole concept of like, leave the party at the party, you know, leave those 
Yeah. You had dessert with every dinner while you were there. Awesome. That one of was them was part of the trip. One of them was so good, Jackie. <laughs> Would you go back just for it? Yeah. Sarah <laughs> mentioned, I think every night. So that was the first night we were there. Um, we had this dessert and it was like some, it was like a, maybe like a butterscotch pudding with um, caramel on top. It was called a Bedino. Ooh, yeah. I'd never, never had it before. It was so good that every night after that, Sarah would be like, we, why don't we just go pick up dessert from Cucina? <laughs> Dinner the other night for our anniversary and it was on the menu, but it was different than the one that we had. Yeah. So we, we skipped that one. Yeah. You want to just let it be how it was. You know, I, I think too. Exactly. Um, one of the important things to keep in mind is, you know, when you do dine out, they do put so much more into the food than you might typically use in your own kitchen, oh, whether that's sure. so much more salt or so much more butter, butter. Oh, so yeah. much more sauce, so much more pasta, whatever it might be. Demon, what you can do to sort of keep, maintain some control when obviously like the, you're not in charge of the menu, right? And you're in charge of your meal. Take that first bite assess the situation. If that dessert is not everything you wanted and more, it is a sunk cost. Just put down the spoon and right. you'll feel right. so proud of yourself being like, you know what? It was good. It just, that just wasn't what I needed right now. It wasn't worth it, but I tasted it great. And the same thing with your meal. Like you don't need to finish it just because you don't have a fridge to take it back. You know, you can't take leftovers. I need to finish everything on my plate when you get to the point of satisfaction, like, wow, that was great. I loved it. I'm just going to put down my fork now so I can leave here feeling really satisfied and not like, where's the wheelbarrow, you know? Right. Roll me out of here. Exactly. But, um, there was something that you, that you said that I wanted to touch on, but going along with the putting the fork down, if, if you don't like it, don't eat it. And then, you know what, maybe on your way home, you pass an ice cream shop and you just get that instead. So, you know You're what? 100% right. You don't have to fully skip the dessert. Just skip the dessert that doesn't taste good. Yeah. If it's not worth it, <laughs> don't just have the empty calories for, for no good sake. I think go like empower yourself to walk away from things. It's actually very empowering when you're like, you know what? I'm not loving this right now. This isn't for me. Or, oh my God, that was so good. I'm going back for more. Worth you know, I want bite. seconds of that. And no shame, like own it. If that's what you're going to do, just own it. And then you feel like you're in the driver's seat. And then as soon as you get home, same strategy that I have for when I get to the timeshare, like first thing I did when I got home was actually while I was at the airport, I placed my grocery delivery order. We did that too. While Sarah was driving home, I was in the passenger seat. We were making our whole foods order. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. And so by noon, the next day I had you know, groceries on my, on my stoop and it was fantastic. So you, you can get right back to your normal routine, guilt-free man. That vacation was great. I loved everything about it. I loved what we experienced, what we saw, what we did, what we ate, you know, and wrap it with a bow and get back to normal life. Exactly. So it's really just consistency over a period of time. Mm -hmm. I, I'm back to my normal weight. I'm back to my normal um, workout routine. I'm back to everything normal, right? This vacation by now is three weeks ago. Obviously, I would hope that I'm back on track <laughs> my normal, my normal everyday life, but it's consistency over a long period of time. It's not what you did for five days. It's what you do for 40 days. So right. I went wild for five days. That's it. Now I'm back better than ever. 
And And also, you probably feel rejuvenated. Yeah, I love, I love, I love, we went up to Maine, uh, I guess in July, maybe. And I did the same thing then. I ate whatever I wanted. We had a couple of lobster rolls that we shared because didn't want to eat an entire lobster roll every day. Um, But enjoyed everything, ate a lot of homemade ice cream, and then came home and did the same thing, just got back on it. Um, And it's also important to note that I'm just going to say it, Jackie. Food at all-inclusive hotels is not that good. So, <laughs> so like no one should be overindulging at those places. I remember I went to one a few years ago and I think it was Punta Cana maybe. Ugh. And Sorry, I was like, no, no disrespect intended, but I have not had good uh, DR experiences, but continue. Yeah, I was there. Maybe, this was actually a long time ago. It's probably like seven years ago by now. Um, the worst part, there's one beer and it's not good. And they serve it in like these little like bathroom cup sizes. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? I it's and it's then you really get to the rough. food and the food is not great. So I kind of gave up on all inclusives. Or if the price is good enough, I'll go to the all inclusive and then just know I'm not going to eat any of their food and I'm going to go out to restaurants. Yeah. See, and I, I think I've had different all inclusive experiences. Like recently, the ones that I've been to have just they've had excellent food. They really have. They have had excellent food. And so the way that I manage that is I choose my meal. That's going to be like my go for it meal, which tends to be dinner because that's, you know, the, that's when I'm going to get a single, um, plate of something versus like the buffet style for breakfast and for lunch. So on those sort of vacations, especially all inclusive with, um, with the bar included and poolside drinks and all of that, you know, I, I have a strategy. I, in the morning, for breakfast, I'm having, you know, a nice omelet loaded with veggies, usually an egg white omelet with tons of veggies and cheese. Cause I love cheese and my omelets. I think that's, you know, I don't understand how people don't have cheese in their omelets anyway. Um, and I'll have some fresh fruit, sometimes a little bit of steel cut oats if I'm feeling wild, but ultimately I keep lunch. I keep breakfast really light when I'm going to be um, lounging by the pool all day, because like, I'm not interested in being bloated feeling in my bikini. Mm-hmm. Um, and same for lunch, like I'll have salad, vegetables, protein, keep it really low on carbs and try to keep lunch pretty low on fat, knowing that I'm drinking a lot of calories and carbs. Um, and that dinner time is when I'm going to want to have, you know, there's always a starch or a grain or something like that served with whatever you get at dinner. I'm going to want to have dessert, whatever it is. And then the pool drinks, you know, again, if I'm at an all-inclusive, I'm there for R&R. So if I'm feeling a little wild, maybe I'll do like a water Zumba, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm going to yeah. get wild. I'm in my bikini. I'm here for the sun. I'm having a good time. Um, I might bring, depending on how long I'm there, I'm, I might, you know, if I'm there for a week, I might try to hit the gym twice. If I'm there for a weekend, forget it. I'm not even packing gym, gym clothes or gym sneakers. Um, you know, walk on the beach, I'll get it done. Or just doing some laps in the pool or participating in, you know, volleyball or different games and activities that'll get it done. But as far as, you know, the, the poolside drinks are concerned, hydration, hydration, hydration. I don't want to get sunburned. I want to get tan. I want to come home bronze, not peeling. So I personally, I love a good water cocktail. Like I'll have like a mostly water shot of something splash of some splash of something else, you know, like a coconut water with coconut rum 
and a splash of pineapple juice. And then if I'm drinking a, a beer, it'll be, it'll, will be a lighter beer, but I'm going to have a glass of water along with every single one that I drink because you have to stay super hydrated or you're going to have a headache and nobody likes that. Um, the pool cocktails that you're going to get, like the frozen mixed drinks, they add up really quickly. Limit yourself to one of those a day and then go to like a cleaner and more water based drink I mean, after that. You also, you, you also can't really even catch a buzz on those things because it's Ugh. just, it's hardly any alcohol. What's the point? See, I'm, I'm a beer girl through and through. So uh, that's no matter where I am, it's usually just lounging with a beer of whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's usually light beer just because I like that's light beer. Have. Yeah. Well, and that's what they tend to have. And that's easier in the sun. You know why I don't tend to do drinks on those, uh, do beers on those vacations because it gets warm really fast unless they give it to you in those tiny little cups. And I don't like making so many, you know, passes back and forth. So I get, I get a cocktail cause I like ice cubes, but you know what I do? I just drink it really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, then do to, and then I don't have to worry about my beer getting warm. Right. So, so that's, that's yourself- another that's another vacation hack for you. Yeah. Yeah. Just chug your beer and you're good to go. I think we need to go on vacation. I mean, we went on one trip together, kind of. We went to yeah. Vegas, but that's I think we true. need to do like a, a vacation when we're staying in the same like place. This I way you have to you have to do like three days my way, and then I'll do three days your way. So I think well, we would have to we would have to start off my way. Because then like your way would be like more of a detox at the end of the vacation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? So like you would have to have like the desserts and like the heavy foods for three days and like right. drink beer with me. And then the, the last three days, it's like, we'll eat a little cleaner. Yeah. I'll drink a little bit more water because I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Listen, you know, there's no, like we said at the very beginning here, right? there's no wrong way to go on a vacation uh, unless that vacation doesn't end when you get home. Exactly. Um, so just keep in mind, you know, vacations and having some time away and the change of scenery and R and R or tons of activity. Some people go on vacations and hike and ski and bike and do all kinds of wild stuff too. Um, but when you're getting away, treat the entire experience as a vacation to the extent that you're comfortable without sabotaging yourself. Yep. And if you're going to make choices that are outside of your norm, feel great about it. And if you don't then adjust, you know, dial things back, but have fun, live your best life, get home and get right back on the wagon. You know, the vacate, put it all in the photo album, take all your foodie food photos and, you oh, know, yeah. have, uh, have all those memories as part of the trip. Um, and, and, get back to your regular life. And you can look back on that trip fondly and remember all the incredible things you, you did, you saw, you tasted, you smelled, you experienced. Um, but you won't have to feel like, man, that vacation co- really cost me. It's six months later and I'm still, yeah, it's not the vacation like that happened. Yeah. That's not a vacation. That's turning your life upside down. So <laughs> vacate and then return. Yes. Good. <laughs> Good advice. And I will tell you that uh, I had a really, I'm just going to end this episode with a food story because it's still on my mind and I have a picture of it and I might post this picture just to reminisce about it, make it throw back Thursday. This, it was this meaningful in her life. It was so meaningful. It was this delicious pulled pork sandwich. Yeah. Like a little coleslaw, but the coleslaw, very important, was not mayo based. Oh, because was I, it more vinegary? Yes. I don't like mayo. 
Um, oh, and I just, and that. I didn't even mention it to them because I, I don't think I even realized it was going to be on the sandwich, to be honest. Um, so I rolled the dice with that, was pleasantly surprised. And you know what? While I'm at it, I'm just going to throw Sarah under the bus a little bit and tell you <laughs> she had. So it's quick story. It's this like roadside barbecue place. It's called uh, Dixon's, I think. And we were looking at the menu. We decided to go over there. And Sarah was in between the mac and cheese or these like fried chicken finger things that they had. It wasn't like regular chicken fingers. It was like fried chicken thighs. So we oh. go to the, we go up to order and I order mine. And then she asks the woman, if you had to choose between the mac and cheese or the fried chicken, what would you choose? And the woman without hesitating said, oh, whenever someone asks me this, I tell them to just get the mac and cheese with the fried chicken on top. Oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, I love everything about this. So Sarah got the best of both worlds. She had the mac and cheese with the fried chicken on top. What, was it great? Um, I tasted it. It was pretty good. Yeah, she enjoyed it. She couldn't finish okay. it because it was it was too much. But yeah, I mean, listen, went, went on vacation. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. I, <laughs> just love that. I love it. But I think that's too. It's like, if I'm going on a vacation and I'm, or just in general, if I'm going to a restaurant, like I love fries, but I only like good fries. Like I yeah. don't want any of those like burger, like fast food. I can't even eat it. It's so disgusting to me. I think because I know how cheap the ingredients are it gives me the total grossies. <laughs> but when I go to like a really good restaurant that has steak fries, like fresh cut, you know, steak fries or something like that. Like I might get my salad or I might get my piece of fish or like whatever I'm getting that I look like a normal human being. And then I'm a grown child and I'm like, may I have a side of fries, please? Oh, absolutely. So, so now I have, I was going to ask you one question, but now <laughs> I'm going to ask you two questions to finish, this, to finish this episode. <laughs> the first question, what's your favorite Halloween candy? Like your kids come home from trick-or-treating. What are you grabbing? Ah, uh, ooh, so tough one. If there are mini M and M's, I'm taking them. The mini really? M and M's, not the full size yeah. ones. But Interesting. M and M's. I just, about them. You know, I really feel yes, they have a thinner shell on the outside, mm -hmm. and I just appreciate the ratio of flavor there. And then my other one, obviously, is going to be a Reese's pumpkin. If it's the ones that are shaped like a pumpkin, a regular Reese's peanut butter cup, not enough peanut butter for my taste. Oh, interesting. Um, but the pumpkin ones, way more peanut butter and they're just really good. But to be a hundred percent honest, I'm not really a Halloween person. I'm not a super Halloween candy person because they're just, they're too, they're so sweet. Like I've trained myself more to like, I prefer dark chocolate covered stuff mm -hmm. and whatever. Gotcha. So like milk chocolate doesn't really do it for me. What about you? Um, I love a hundred grand. Oh, they're so good. Okay. So fine. Good. And, um, I take five cause that has like the peanut butter, um, not the peanut butter, yes, the pretzel, yes, the pre yes. but it has the pretzel crunch. So yeah. those are, those are my top two. Um, oh, a I'm little a harder to come by. I think they are, you know, what else is my, my weird one, but you could understand this from my chocolate thing. Uh, peppermint patties. Okay. So a thin layer of chocolate and, and like lots of delicious peppermint in it. Peppermint. Yeah. Yeah. Those you would like, love, my, you would love my grandma because she always had peppermint patties. She might still at her house. I'll have to go check it out. All right. Last, last question. question. Which, 
which you might've answered kind of, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What is your favorite French fry? Like, is it a curly? Is it a crinkle? Ooh. Is it a shoestring? I know you mentioned steak fries. Those are usually a little bit thicker. What's your absolute favorite oh, style? Okay. Fry? So this is, I like a regular, traditionally shaped, you know, French fry, a normal right. fry, but skin on with the skin, a little bit crispy. I prefer the fries well done over, oh, yeah. um, over anything else. I don't want Always. them to be like hard and like that fried, super fried crunchy, but yeah. I love yeah. that, like sort of bubbled skin on the outside, you know, that's, but, and I will say ketchup disgusts me. Don't come near my fries with ketchup. I want honey mustard or nothing, honey mustard or oh. bust. Don't come near me with ketchup. Or I feel like, I feel like I'm learning a lot about you right now. Um, a really good French fry, I don't think needs anything, just a little little salt, little pepper. Salt, yeah. For me, I really like a crinkle cut. Oh, there's also waffle fries. I should have mentioned like, those right? too. I don't want to leave And I'm a sweet without. potato fry person. So if there's sweet potato fries, I'm here for that. And I'm okay with my sweet potato fries with a little bit of brown sugar or dipped in like a, a maple syrup or like a honey mustard right, or something like that too. So potato or regular. I love this conversation. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll definitely have to have more conversations about as usual. Love the conversation. It's been a pleasure. We'll <laughs> go on a good vacation together soon. Do it a little of your way, a little of mine. And we'll have a great time with it. Yeah, Not an all-inclusive everyone. We won't even like really go anywhere. We'll just get an, an Airbnb somewhere local and we'll just it. go hang out. I'm into it. Let's do it. Before right. or after the baby. If it's before, we only got we only got like two months to go. Oh man. All right. Okay. <laughs> we'll do it. Thanks for the chat today. If you enjoyed our conversation or you have anything you want to contribute, comment, subscribe, join us for our next conversation. Um, and thanks for hanging with us.